Welcome to another episode of the Illusions and Truth Show with Robert Scheinfeld. Robert here, and once again, welcome to this new edition of the Illusions and Truth Show, which you also may be downloading or listening to on my blog. In this issue, I want to talk about something that's very important, and I want to talk about something that has been part of the teachings that I share. I'm recording this in April of 2014. This has been a part of my awareness and one of the unique things that's been part of the teachings I share for probably, geez, I don't know, 10, 12 years. It's something that I am something of a renegade about, lone voice in the wilderness, <laughs> one of the few people that seems to be saying this, and I don't say this as a theory. I don't say this as an idea or a concept. I say this because it's something that I have experienced very, very clearly, the truth of this, truth with a capital T, in my own life, on my own journey, and in the lives of thousands and thousands of other people around the world who have seen and experienced the same thing when they're able to take a brutally honest look at what's really happening versus simply what I call dancing with ideas and concepts at the idea and concept level. What I'm talking about here is the question of where is the real power? And when I say where is the real power, I mean how is what is happening to you every day really being created? Where is the real power behind it? Who or what is really driving the bus? What is the true source of everything that you experience in your day-to-day -day life? Now, if you look at mainstream success systems, whether it's about goal setting or it's about marketing or it's about how to achieve success in business or how to achieve success in this particular skill or discipline or whatever it is, uh, what's very often there, what's also there in what I call mainstream self-help and personal development, and what's also there in more, in so many, uh, what might be called esoteric, new age, metaphysical systems or whatever, the implication is the power is in you, what I call the player of the human game, if you're not already aware of that. You could also look at it as you, the character in an amazing story. You could look at it as your brain, your mind, you as an individual. The implication is you've got the power. You are the one who is determining everything that's happening. And it may be your subconscious mind's involved, and it may be that your beliefs are involved, and it may be energy is involved, or past lives are affecting things, or karma, or whatever else it might be. But the ultimate implication is you, the individual, the person, the being, whatever you want to call it, has the ability to change all that with whatever the technique may be, the strategy may be, the practice may be, and that you are driving the bus and you have the power, the ability to change things, to carve out the life of your dreams, to produce any result, uh, fulfill any dream, make anything happen. Now the thing that's interesting is that while these battle cries, so to speak, uh, are broadcasted, that you have the power, you know, your mind has the power, your thoughts have the power, your brain has the power, whatever it may be, to create anything, there is also discussion of the fact that, well, you know, there's also a life plan and a mission. There's also a God, or there's a source, or there's a consciousness, or there's um, a soul, 
or there's a higher self or there's a whatever it else, you know, that, that somehow is involved with that. And if you really look closely, my bias, and all of this is my bias, <laughs> you don't need me to tell you that, but I like to underscore it sometimes that I know that I'm biased by my own unique journey. If you really look at those kinds of things, you see that there's a complete contradiction. You cannot really simultaneously say, I got all the power as the individual. Anything I focus my mind on as the individual, my thoughts, my energy, whatever, I can create. You really can't simultaneously say that and then also say, oh, but by the way, some things my higher self does, some stuff God does, some stuff source does, some stuff my soul does, uh, some stuff my subconscious mind is doing, you know. Subconscious mind, there's a little bit more wiggle room in there for how there wouldn't be a contradiction, but there's, there can be with the other kinds of dynamics on what would typically be called the spiritual side of things. Those two things cannot simultaneously exist. One of the things along these lines that I talk about a lot in, in live events, uh, as an example, is the law of attraction. Now, there's lots of different definitions of the law of attraction and other sort of manifestation uh, techniques, but the definition that I like to work with that seems to be one of the most accurate that I've seen out there, most clear, is whatever you hold in your most dominant thoughts will manifest. And and hold in dominant thoughts can be defined differently. You know, there can be techniques where you hold a particular image with emotion or whatever in your mind as part of manifesting it, or you read affirmations, or you have a board where you have pictures of the things that you want to achieve. Um, there's all kinds of ways of quote-unquote holding dominant thoughts. But so let's just look at that for a minute. Whatever you hold in your dominant thoughts will manifest. It's a law of the universe. So let's take a look at that. And I'm going to speak very simply here. I could speak for hours, perhaps days on this particular topic, you know, but this is just one episode in the Illusions and Truth show, one blog post, and I'm going to keep it brief. Uh, but let's take a look at this. If that's true, then every positive thing, so to speak, that you hold in your dominant thoughts you know, every goal you want to achieve, every particular good thing you want to have happen in your life or your career with your finances or relationships or body or wherever else it is. If you are able to hold a positive image in your mind and have it be your dominant thoughts or you're able to do it, you know, repeatedly using whatever this technique is, then that positive thing should always happen. If it's a law of the universe, then it should always happen. Oh, and by the way, as I'm saying this, a lot of times in these same teachings, they will say, your dominant thoughts, your mind, your power, you as the individual are doing it. But then in a lot of the more spiritual teachings, they will then say, but don't get real specific about how it's going to look. You know, if you want to make a million dollars, focus on the million dollars. Don't say, I want to have a million dollars coming in this way. And in some cases, there's even, don't even put a time frame on it, and other times you do, but they'll say, let the universe give it shape. You know, just state your intention. But if you say, don't get too specific, let the universe give it shape, or whatever the other language is, you are still acknowledging there's another power somewhere else that has the ability to give it shape and can give it shape and really should give it shape because then you'll get a better result. Again, these are contradictions, but that's just an aside. So 
If you hold a positive image in your dominant thoughts, however we define that, then it ought to manifest every time because that's the law. Law of attraction, universal law. Except if you look at the lives of people all over the world, now and in the past, and if you look at it going forward, you'll see the same thing. That doesn't happen. A lot of the positive things that are held in our most dominant thoughts, short-term, long-term, I'm sure you've had times, I know I have, uh, in the earlier phases of my life, where I had absolute certainty that da-da-da-da was going to happen, except it didn't. And, uh, and then there are times I used a technique, you know, and over and over and over. I visualized with feeling or whatever the technique was, this particular positive thing happening, um, and it didn't happen. But if it's a law in the universe, it should. Now, there's all kinds of explanations for why it doesn't work when it doesn't work. You know, limiting beliefs in the subconscious, self-sabotaging things in the subconscious, other various explanations for why it doesn't work. But if it's a law, then it's a law, and it should work, except it doesn't. On the flip side of that, if what is held in your most dominant thoughts must manifest, then any time something negative is held in your most dominant thoughts... It must manifest. The bad thing should happen. Except again, if I look at my life, and if you look at your life, and if you look at the lives of just about everybody out there, that doesn't happen either. There are times that what was held in our dominant thoughts was something bad's going to happen, except it didn't. You know, there was massive fear. There was massive expectation. There was massive doubt, whatever, about this bad thing happening, however you want to language it except the bad thing doesn't happen. So if it's a law that the positive should happen and the negative should happen, if it's held in your dominant thoughts, if you look with brutal honesty what you see, and you actually see this happening quite a bit, the positive doesn't always manifest and the negative doesn't always manifest. And again, there's all kinds of arguments and explanations and excuses for why that doesn't happen. Now I'll take you to the final piece, which is perhaps the most important, because many, many people can argue about the first two, why the positive doesn't appear even if it's in your dominant thoughts, why the negative doesn't manifest. But here's the other one, and here's the real kicker. You have had experiences, I have had experiences, everyone has had experiences where something that we would call really good or something that we would call really bad showed up. And it never appeared in our thoughts at all. We never ever had a thought about or a desire or a wish or a goal set or anything for this good thing to happen. It just happened. And we never had a fear or a negative or whatever of the bad thing happening. It just happened. Now, there can be things that, again, can be explained on the negative side of this kind of a thing. But if you look at it, you know, to explain that away, how could a negative thing happen apparently out of nowhere? Again, you can talk about subconscious mind and old patterns and these kinds of things and you can say well there's a belief in the subconscious that um, anytime I get close to achieving a really good goal you know I'm going to fail and so you may not have been thinking about it you know but that's why it happened and again all these kinds of explanations but if you look at it if you look at this and again I'm being very simple I could get into a very specific long debate on this or discussion with you on this If you really look at it, what you see is the positive does not always manifest even if it's in your dominant thoughts. The negative doesn't always manifest even if it's in your dominant thoughts. 
And lots of things manifest on what we'd call the good side, what we'd call the bad side. I don't look at it that way anymore, but you know what I mean. That's common language that manifests that we never thought about. So if you look at all of this, you have to, number one, acknowledge there's some other force that is either determining what's happening to me every day, period, or that is filtering and deciding, is this particular dominant thought thing going to appear or not appear? And then there can be some other force that's determining that things are happening that you never thought about at all. You know, that's got to be coming from somewhere. That it happened, that it happened at this particular time in your life. There's got to be some other force. There's got to be some other intelligence that really is determining things from behind the scenes. And you may have your role. What's in your thoughts may have your role. What you think, what you feel, what you may do, what you may do using techniques may have a role, you know, may have a, a contribution to the creative process, if you will. But to me, and it's just my bias, you're welcome to disagree. Many people will and do. Um, you have to acknowledge that there's another force at work that is determining what's happening to you day to day. As I mentioned, I saw this, I'm going to call it reality with a capital R, truth with a capital T, a long time ago. Clearly, I, Robert, I used to go by Bob if you happen to know, but I go by Robert now. I, Robert, am clearly not driving the bus. I clearly am not the true power source from which everything that's happening to me is coming from. So then the question that I asked was, okay, if it's not me, if it's not my thoughts, if it's not my feelings, if it's not my intentions, if it's not my goals that is really creating what happens, even if it appears to be that way, then what is really determining what's happening? How does that really work? And how do I go about living my life, <laughs> you know, and changing, fixing, and improving whatever the things that I want to change, fix, and improve, produce the kind of results that I want to produce? How do I go about doing that? How do I live day to day? What do I do if there's something I really want to have that I don't? What do I do if there's something that I really don't want to have that's present, that's been, you know, bothering me or holding me back or causing me pain? If you're a phase three player, uh, you know that I would language all of that differently, but this is a mainstream communication. It's not specifically for Phase 3 players or Ultimate Freedom grads. Um, that's what started me on the journey into what ultimately I share. And if you look at everything that's available on my website, robertscheinfeld.com, if you don't already know, it's all coming out of that space, trying to answer those kinds of questions, trying to really understand what's going on behind the scenes. How is my day-to-day -day experience really uh, produced? Where is it really coming from? How is it being determined? What is the role, if any, that my thoughts, my feelings, what I do, the actions I take, what role does it really play? Where's the real power? Again, how does all of this really work? And once I understand how it really works, how do I then live my life day-to-day? These were the questions that haunted me. These were the things that I needed an answer to. But it started from me seeing, admitting, and acknowledging. And by the way, hard to put this into words. I'm sure there can be a lot of a resistance in the minds of lots of people listening to this. It was not bad news to me that I was not driving the bus. It was not bad news to me that I didn't have the power. It was not bad news to me that something other than my mind, my thoughts, my feelings, my intentions, my wants, what I did day to day was ultimately shaping what was happening to me. That was not bad news to me. 
I didn't feel like I was some kind of a puppet or some less than worthless piece of crap, you know, um, that was being moved around a chessboard, you know, or was being manipulated like a, a puppeteer, you know, moves the arms and the legs and everything of a puppet. I didn't, there was nothing bad or judgmental about this. It was just, hey, I want to know what the truth is. I want to know what the real power is. And I want to know how to align with or use or whatever at different times in my life. I, the question was different. The focus was different. But it was okay. You know, if the truth is the truth, if the truth is I don't have the power and I'm not driving the bus, okay. If that's the truth, that's the truth. If that's the way it is, that's the way it is. Okay, I get that. No problem. But then what is the truth? <laughs> what is really going on? Where is the power? And how can I tap it? How can I change my life? Because bottom line, when I was looking at a lot of these kinds of things, I was not a happy guy. You may know that from my story. I was angry all the time and I was frustrated all the time and I felt like a major victim in so many ways. And I couldn't make my romantic relationships work and I was very good at making money, but I was also very good at losing money. <laughs> And it didn't matter how much I earned. It didn't matter, in some cases, how many millions I piled up. I was real good at making it disappear again. And I wanted to change all of that kind of stuff. I wanted to be happy. I wanted to be financially secure and independent and wealthy enough, so to speak, to be able to live my life in a way that would be really fulfilling for me. In the beginning, it was I wanted to be very, very rich and, and live like a king kind of a thing. And ultimately, as I moved further along what I call the truth path, it became, I don't really care if that happens or not. I just want to be able to fund the stuff that I really want to do that would really be fulfilling for me, regardless of whether it's luxurious or not, you know. And I wanted to have a romantic relationship that worked. And I wanted to blah, 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 fill in the blank. But it's important because it's one of the things I share in the teachings that's so important is that acknowledging that you don't have the power that it's not your mind or if you want your mind alone, um, wasn't bad news and isn't bad news when you ultimately uh, have a truthful, what I call, relationship with everything, when you're able to see and experience the truth, which to me, my bias is that it's another intelligence, it's another power source, if you will, another creative source. I call it in my latest teachings, uh, true creative essence. Some people would call it God. Some people would call it source. I used to call it consciousness. Other people call it that. There's all kinds of names in all kinds of languages going back throughout history, thousands of years, different words to describe the same kind of a thing. I have a very unique take on all of that. Again, I call it true creative essence, but I found answers to those questions. Uh, what, who or what is really driving the bus? What is really shaping what's happening to me every day? How do I live my life, so to speak, based on a seeing what I call with a capital S, which means the truth of it, experiencing with a capital E, meaning the truth of it, of what's really going on. What is the creative process that really shapes what happens to us every day? Um, I was taken to a direct experience with a capital E, direct knowing with a capital K, direct seeing with a capital S of that, answered those kinds of questions. But it, And that's what I've been sharing through um, the busting loose in phase two teachings, the being in truth teachings, the ultimate happiness and ultimate freedom teachings that are available on my website. It's been the answers to those kinds of questions, but all of it started with me having to acknowledge because the way I am built as a person, so to speak, the way my mind works, the way I am, however you want to language it, is 
I have to be brutally honest. It's just the way I am. I may be blind to something. I may be missing something. My bias may be preventing me from seeing something. But I have an absolute commitment to getting to the truth, seeing the truth, getting through biases, and, um, and seeing clearly. And if something is in my face and I see something, I can't go hide it. I can't go bury it. I can't sugarcoat it. Uh, I have to then make a big change based on what I'm seeing. And that's what happened in my story, speaking very, very simply and briefly. Again, I, I could talk for hours about that too. But it all came out of this original seeing and having to say, okay, I get it. That's the truth of things. So um, take me deeper. Show me what's really going on. Show me what's going on behind the scenes. Take me into a direct knowing and experience of the truth. Uh, show me how to live on a day-to-day -day basis, given that that's not you know, and how can there be blessings and good news and all of this and everything else, like I said before. It all came out of acknowledging that. And it's very, very difficult for many people to go there. And there's so much out there, again, in mainstream, how to succeed in life, how to succeed in business, um, mainstream personal development stuff, main, uh, metaphysical stuff, new age stuff, esoteric stuff, spiritual teachings, at the heart of so many of them, not all of them, but so many of them, again, is me, 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 I, 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 individual, 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 mind, 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 thoughts, 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 and that you as the individual have the ability to change everything. And the interesting thing is, I'm 57 years old at the time of this recording. That kind of a message in one way, shape, or form has been screamed ever since I was a kid. So, And, and for hundreds or thousands of years before that, and yet... Is that what's really happening in the world? Is everybody happy? No. Is everybody making all the money that they want? No. Is everybody getting the things that they're trying to pump through these manifestation techniques? No. To me, it's this amazing, <laughs> it's this amazing crazy game where it clearly doesn't work that way, but it's like, it seems like everybody's pretending that it does, even though the evidence is overwhelming that it doesn't. Everybody's absolutely convinced that it does really work that way. They really do have the power. They really can change things themselves as an individual. And they really are driving the bus. And in my teachings, there's an explanation for why that is that way. Why is it so many people believe that that's the case, even though it's very clear if you look with brutal honesty that it's not and that there's something else going on. But my purpose for doing this audio, and I'm looking at the timer right now, I can see that I'm coming up on 23 minutes. <laughs> the whole point of this audio is just to really hammer home this point that was the starting point for everything ultimately changing for me and for me to ultimately be able to see the truth with capital S, experience the truth with a capital S, transform everything in my life fully, permanently, and in radical ways. It all started with the acknowledgement that no, Robert isn't doing it. Robert's mind and thoughts and feelings and his use of techniques and his use of what may appear to be skills or talents or whatever isn't doing it. They play their role. They're part of the unfolding story in the language that I use right now, but they're not the true power source. There's another power source. And once you get to the point, if you do, if it's part of your journey, if it's part of your story, to get to the point of seeing that and acknowledging that, then again, the next step, like it was for me, like I narrated is, okay, well then what is? What is the true power source? How do things really work? What is actually creating what's happening to me and determining and shaping what's happening to me every day? And then based on knowing and seeing and experiencing that, 
how uh, do I live my life day to day? And what do I do about the stuff I want that I don't have? And what do I do about the stuff that I do have that I don't like? <laughs> there are answers to that. There is a different way to live. There is a different way to be in relationship with everything that's happening and everything that's happened, by the way, in your past. But my bias, based on my journey, which again, I've seen mirrored and echoed in the journeys of hundreds of thousands of people all over the world now that have embraced the teachings that I share, is it starts with getting to that point. And there are religions out there, there are other teachings out there that talk about something like this. You know, they'll say God has a plan for you and God is doing everything or some, there are other explanations in certain other spiritual or religious teachings that can mirror some of this. But where I was taken, what I was shown, what I've experienced is something very, very different from all of that and something that enabled me to enter into a truthful, with a capital T, relationship with everything that happened in my past, everything that's happening in the present, and from that place of being in a truthful relationship, if you're aware of the teachings that I share, another way of talking about that is the sun is shining. You've knocked out enough cloud cover that the sun is shining in your story and transforming everything that it shines on. Uh, one label that I use to describe that now is also phase three that you may know of. Another thing is ultimate freedom. Those are synonyms for the same thing. Sun shining, phase three, and ultimate freedom, and being in a truthful with a capital T relationship with everything, those are all different words that are pointing to the same thing. I was led into this extraordinary place that has changed everything. There's no aspect of Robert Scheinfeld's life that has been left untouched in a deep, profound, and permanent way from this journey that I've been on. And again, just to conclude here, it all started with being shown, getting to the point. And some of that was massive futility, you know, which you may have experienced. I've tried all the techniques. I've done all the healing stuff. I've done all the manifestation stuff. My life is still not working. The bad stuff is still there. The good stuff isn't there or it doesn't last, it doesn't stay, it comes and then disappears or whatever. I, in a lot of ways, me getting to this point was from massive futility. It isn't that I just woke up someday and understood it in a you know very pleasant, <laughs> simple, easy way. It was difficult getting to that point of trying everything and ultimately getting at a very deep level. No, it's not me. It's not my mind, it's not my thoughts, it's not my intentions, it's not my goals, it's not what I'm doing, it's really something else. And even if it appears like I'm doing it, there's an explanation as to why that's not the case, but what I was doing, the role that my thoughts, my intentions, my use of techniques, my whatever, um, played in that, that makes sense and that aligns with the truth with a capital T. So this is what I wanted to share with you. I realize this has been intended to be, I'm fond of using the metaphor, metaphor of a drop in a pond that ripples out. You may say, well, Robert, you know, we're coming up on 28 minutes here. You've said a lot of stuff, but you haven't really given me anything I can use. You haven't given me, you know, the answer to these riddles, the answers that you found. Um, you've really just kind of, well, the intention of this is to drop a gigantic pond, drop in your pond, that might cause ripples that will give you the opportunity to see what it is that I've been talking about here with a capital S, experience what it is that I've been talking about here with a capital E, and open the door, open a gateway to a radically different way of living, 
and interacting with and being in relationship with everything that happens with you like it did for me. But it all started with this one important insight and being brutally honest on this very important point. I'll have more to say about this in future blog posts, in future episodes of the Illusions and Truth Show, and all of the detail and more that you could probably ever want on this is contained in the, the books that are available and the online courses that are available. And you have to understand, if I could give you in this audio, you know, in one minute and two minutes and five minutes, everything that you needed to be able to live in this new way, see with a capital S, experience with a capital E, being in a truthful with a capital T relationship with everything, I would do it. Uh, it didn't work that way for me. It doesn't happen finger snap. It doesn't happen overnight. There's a journey that needs to be taken. There's things that need to unfold over time. And that's why I've created courses and books that start the process um, and courses that continue and complete the process because that's what it takes. If I simply gave you something here in a couple of minutes, it would sit at the idea and concept level. It wouldn't really make any difference. And I'm not about ideas and concepts dancing and swirling. I'm about what I wanted for myself, what I want for everybody that comes into my sphere of influence is for deep, profound, and lasting change and transformation to take place. And that's a journey. It's not something you think your way to. It's not something you idea your way to. It's something that has to be experienced. It's something that in general, although there are exceptions, there are exceptions to everything, unfolds over time with a very unique journey with support uh, that comes over time, with support that comes from a teacher, from someone that's been there. And that's why it is that I do what I do. That's why I've chosen to devote my life to being what, whatever you want to call it, teacher, coach, writer, speaker, whatever, is to share these things that I discovered on a very unique journey uh, with the intent, with the hope, so to speak, that it can enable and empower and support others in reaching an ultimate destination, which I now call ultimate freedom, um, like I did. So on that note, I'm going to end this particular audio. Uh, again, my intent was that it would create some big drops in your pond that would ripple out and give you benefits and support, whatever that looks like, uh, whatever you do with it, if anything, over whatever time frame. But the intent here was to give you a gift of those drops in your pond. Uh, may they ripple out and help you however they ripple out and help you. <laughs> and on that note, I'll say bye-bye for now. I'll look forward to our next form of contact, whatever shape that may take. Bye-bye for now. That completes another episode of the Illusions and Truth Show with Robert Scheinfeld. Until we next connect, we wish you an ever-expanding experience of joy, abundance, wisdom, and power.